TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Segment's brought to you by Window Nation. Go to windownation.com, get... Two free windows with every two you buy. And it's brought to you by the Frankels. If you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankels, 214-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. Uh, we're about to be joined by the voice of Nets basketball and several other major sporting events. Ian Eagle here in just a second. Our presenting sponsors are Rally House, your home for officially licensed NFL gear, your city, your house, Rally House. Yeah, sometimes, guys, at these radio rows, you can go two hours with nothing but guests. And it's, you look back on it, it's a freaking whirlwind. And that's what we just experienced for about uh, an hour and a half. It's about to wrap up with Iron Eagle, a uh, little, little bit of a phoner here. And uh, we are looking forward to, to speaking with him. And here we go on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan, a play-by-play voice that everybody is familiar with. And He's the voice of the Nets as well. Ian Eagle here on 105.3 The Fan. Good afternoon, sir. Thanks for joining us again. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We are doing outstanding, and, and we're excited to have a, a backcourt partner here for Luka Doncic. What, how do you think this is going to go for us? Yeah, fascinating from a basketball standpoint. You go back to Kyrie's early years in Cleveland. Obviously, he played Robin to LeBron James' Batman. And it was successful. The roles were defined, but Kyrie's responsibility level went up and up and up. And then, obviously, things changed when LeBron made his move. And Kyrie ultimately went to Boston, ended up in Brooklyn. None of that worked out as expected. I think he's going to go into Dallas with a really good attitude and recognizing that this is a very pivotal time in his career. So from a basketball standpoint, he'll do all the right things to try to make it work. And as you saw in, in the press conference yesterday, uh, he felt disrespected and felt like things were not the way that he had hoped in Brooklyn. I think the Nets have a very different viewpoint on that. It's irrelevant to his current situation, but it will follow him because each time he's left a place, it has not ended well. Do you think it's possible to to go about trying to respect him and accommodate him so much that he could be comfortable for a long time in in a team? I don't know. I don't think so. In my experience, there's a mercurial nature there. So you think that everything is all good and going in the right direction, and then there's a curveball. There's something that's taken in a certain manner or – uh, an affront in, in some way or some stuff that he's dealing with and then it's not necessarily articulated in the right manner to the team. So if you're just going off previous experience, no. But I do think clean slate in his eyes of new team, new teammates, 
a new management, new coaching staff, new situation. Uh, there have been stretches with Kyrie where he gets focused and laser focused on the job that he has to do and the work that he has to put in. Nobody will question that part of it. Availability was a big part of it with the Nets and then the unpredictable nature of day in and day out. What kind of mood is he in? Is is he ready to, to, to go to battle with these guys, or is there something holding him back? Is he separating himself from his teammates? So that did pop up over the last few years, and it's all part of the larger story for Kyrie. There's no questioning his on-court talent. He is a savant. You're going to see things and it's going to blow your mind. You've seen Luka now play every game in his NBA career, and there are still things that he does that will completely blow you away. Kyrie is in that same category. He has such a high skill level, and he's got uh, the, the mentality of an artist out there. He, he just does things that nobody else can do. In a wide-open Western Conference, in two of the most talented players now in the NBA with Luka and Kyrie, what is the ceiling, you think, for this Mavs team? Well, I think their expectation certainly goes up a notch because they needed another superstar. They needed somebody else to pair with Luka. I think they also had to prove to Luka that they were serious about trying to assemble the best team and put him in the best situation to win a championship. Is this the right mix? These two guys and the role players surrounding them, we don't know until we see it on the court play out. It's not going to be perfection day one. Uh, I think there are going to be some moments where you, you're just in awe of what they're capable of. The question is sustainability. Looking back with the Nets, Kyrie, KD, James Harden, everyone just assumed, oh, this is going to be incredible. They played 16 games together. They went 13-3. and three in those 16 games. That's it. That, that's all she wrote. Crazy. There, there was not that, that next chapter, that championship chapter that everybody assumed because they just couldn't keep these guys on the court together, and there were things behind the scenes. Look, the other part, too, you guys know this. You're, uh, you're following big-time sports on a daily basis. There are things that are public, and then there are things that are private, and oftentimes the private stuff doesn't come to light but it doesn't mean it's not happening. And I do think there was a lot of day-to-day drama that just became too much. Ian, do you think that the that there's some relief within the Brooklyn organization that he's moved on? Is it, yes. you know, I mean, we're to the point where it's now like, okay, let's try and figure it out from here. We went this direction, but now we need to figure out a different path. Yeah, and to be honest, guys, I I think they really were interested in moving on earlier, but there were concerns and reservations in regards to Kevin Durant and how he would handle all this. And in addition, by the way, I'm not sure they still know how KD completely feels about this. Uh, Kevin is holding back his public comments until we see what the team looks like by the time 3 o'clock Eastern tomorrow hits at the trade deadline. So there's a reason why you haven't heard from Kevin Durant. Uh, there's, there's a lot there. There's a lot of, uh, of communication that still needs to take place, and I think the Nets are, are trying to figure out exactly how to handle this situation. But if you're asking me, were they interested in moving on from this, they were. The, the final straw, the, the untenable moment, the point of no return, 
is when the two sides realized that there was not going to be the four-year, $198 million deal. And among Kyrie and, and his camp, and keep in mind, it, you deal with his family. It's, it's his stepmom who is his agent. So you're not dealing with a third party where you might have certain conversations. You're having business conversations in a very personal way. And when you get those two emotions intertwined, it can be very challenging. And I think both sides found that. And once they realized this deal wasn't going to happen, that was it. That was the point of no return. And I, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. Is, is, is the Mavericks? It seems like the Mavericks are getting Kyrie Irving at, uh, like, in terms of playing at the height of his powers. He, he seems to be playing some of the best ball of of the season for sure. Oh yeah, he's been he's been magical. Now it wasn't translating into wins when it was just him. When it was him paired with Kevin Durant, boy, they were clicking. They had won 12 in a row. They won 18 out of 20. That was the best 20 game stretch in franchise history, mm. 18 and two. So they had the makings of something, and I think that's where the disappointment comes in from the Brooklyn Nets fan base that this team had a chance, and the idea that Kyrie at some point realized, hey, I'm not staying, uh, I can't get past this contract thing. Net fans were under the impression, well, he'll play out the season, go out, play well, let the chips fall where they may at the end of this. Uh, Kyrie and his camp determined that his power and his leverage was going to be completely gone. Now, financially, we're going to find out down the road if he made the right decision. I I don't see him getting the four years, $198 million anywhere else. In fact, I don't even know if financially it can happen around the, the NBA, the way things are currently set up. But it might be a shorter deal with big numbers. If he goes out and wins and plays well, then I do think the situation will correct itself and he'll get compensated in the right manner. But I think he determined and the Nets determined it wasn't going to happen here. I mean, can you can you tell us there were some reports, and again, you're so well sourced there with the, with the Nets, about ownership there not willing to send him to the place he wanted to go is is that just uh, something a, a bad rumor or is that really something that you can kind of address for us i don't know i, I don't know that to be the case uh, obviously when you get to that level you have to make the right decisions from a business standpoint you have to make the right decisions in regards to your franchise and your franchise's future the Nets seem very comfortable with the deal that they made with Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. Obviously, Spencer is previous stint with the Nets, so they knew what they were getting. Dorian Finney-Smith, reputation for being someone that works extremely hard, versatile defender, uh, improved offensive player, and that, that bulldog mentality on the court. Then the future first-round pick, the two second-round picks, I don't know if the Laker deal was real, and I also don't know if they thought the Laker deal would make them better. And also keeping in the back of your mind that the deals are made with Kevin Durant in mind, trying to placate and make sure he's comfortable with the direction of the team. Are they done? Is this it? I think the Nets are still trying to make moves here, and... Uh, They might be uh, hitting some roadblocks along the way because everybody knows that they're in a buyer's mentality right now trying to uh, equip 
this team with the right pieces to to attempt to make a run and to attempt to to keep Kevin Durant happy. Thanks so much for your time, Ian, and uh, enjoy the rest of the season. Hope things turn around for you up there. Ah, thanks, guys. Enjoy the week. Have fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ian Eagle, voice of the Nets here on 105.3 The Fan. Okay. Salute to our Radio Row sponsors, Rally House, your home for actual uh, officially licensed NFL gear, your city, your house, Rally House. Hey, Sean Sharif from Sean, RJ, and Bobby sitting down at the table here with us. Hell yeah, yes. As we go into a bowl of super delicious football stuff with Eric Chiafalo next in the nation. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 